SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. Good afternoon to you. Welcome to In Tune here on SAFM, South Africa's news and information leader. I'm Naledi Muleo. The time right now, five minutes after 12, and I'm with you until one o'clock. This is the hour that focuses specifically on young people and youth issues. Um, we're going to speak to Matthew Cherish. He's a professor at uh, Witz's Reproductive Health and HIV Institution, Institute. Um, so researchers at Witz University are recommending a pregnancy grant for South African women. I didn't think I'd ever hear that. I'm keen to hear your views on that one. 0891104207. And then in our motivation, Konangosi Moremoholu talks to us about being obsessed with improvement. Just to give you that little injection of motivation as you plan the week ahead. And then we're going to profile Musam Tombeni. Now, Musam Tombeni was, if you, you remember, he was a Yo! TV presenter a few years ago. You remember him as the young, energetic uh, young man on Yo! TV. He's a qualified doctor now. How's that for motivation? We'll chat to him also a little bit later on. Uh, tweet me at SAFM Radio, hashtag in tune. Send SMSs to 34701, and I'm taking your calls as well on 0891104207. Professor Matthew Cherish is on the line with me, with me now. Prof, good afternoon. Welcome to In Tune. Hi, good afternoon. I must t- yeah, I must tell you, when I heard about your research, I thought, oh my goodness, this just spells bad news. Just give me the backstory here. Why are you recommending a pregnancy grant? Um, so this has been on the agenda for some time, and it's a normal progression, I think, for the child support grant to uh, to encompass other other groups. Um, and pregnant women are really a very compelling group. Um, during pregnancy, your costs rise tremendously. But your ability to earn goes down. Um, in the formal sector, we have maternity benefits. So, but I think, aside from the, the benefits for women, it's really about the children in many ways. Yeah. If you're born to a vulnerable woman, you have poor nutrition, you're born small, you're born underdeveloped, and that affects your life, and it affects your children, in fact. But how, how bad is the, the issue of um, malnutrition in South Africa, I mean, is it is it so bad that we we do need to, in fact, consider giving a pregnancy grant? It is, it is, and if you if you just think of the social circumstances of of pregnant women, then you realise it's not surprising. Um, half of them are single, only a quarter married. Um, I think about a third report being hungry in the last week. Uh, household food food security, especially if you need to gain that extra ten kilos in to have a healthy pregnancy. Mm. But not only normal food, you need a, a wider variety of food. Not only the volume, but you need money to to have a larger range of food. Yeah, and so what is your suggestion? So let's let's hear what you're actually suggesting for um, the social security system because your, your recommendations are di- directly for social security. Exactly, and, and also remember the government is, is, has, has shown interest in this proposal. Um, and they have a long history of being very progressive and really supporting the poor and vulnerable, and, and that would include pregnant women. So practically what we're suggesting is that women would, would be eligible for a grant. Once they'd shown proof that they were pregnant, they would begin the child support grant during pregnancy, and that would then allow them to be secure during pregnancy and once the child is born. Because the current problem with the child support grant is that many women only begin when the child is a year. Yeah. Either way, for birth certificate... So that whole period, what we're suggesting is the most vulnerable period in a child's life during 
when they, when they're in utero, when they're in, during pregnancy, while they're mm. developing, and in that first year, that period needs to be covered. Yeah, you see, and I'm sure you've heard this argument before as well, that the concern here is that you're going to, it it sounds a bit like you're encouraging pregnancy, especially where in a country where we have such high numbers of teenage pregnancy and such, that's that's going to be the argument that you've, that you've, that you're going to get. And I'm sure you've heard that a few times as well. What do you say to that? So I think, I mean, that's been around since, since grants have been given, even in the 1970s in the US and in the UK. That's, that argument's been around, and it's been shown in so many studies not to be true. And I think you, we need to remember that we're talking about 10 rand a day. So for, for someone to purposefully become pregnant so they can get uh, 10 rand a day, which really doesn't cover the costs of having a child, um, half a bag of wool in one month is not really an incentive to, to become pregnant. Um, and so many studies have shown that that isn't the case. What, what the, the child support grant, and in this case, uh, uh, grant starting during pregnancy does, it doesn't make you rich. Mm. It just allows you to cope. It just shifts pregnancy from being a crisis where you're hungry, where, you, where you're unable to work now, where you become dependent. It shifts that from being where okay, now I can cope a little bit. So it's not, you're not going to seek to become rich by becoming pregnant and getting 10 rand a day. You're going to seek, you, you, you will be allowed to cope. That's the, and, and to protect that child. Yeah. So 10 rand a day, so we're talking close to, well, just over 300 rand a month. Yeah, that's the current child support grant is 360 a month. And then Maybe. what what would that take out of out of our, our national budget? So what would that cost us a year? So there's about half a million pregnancies a year. Um, and the child support grant has already got 12 million, 12 million children are protected by the child support grant. So, and that, remember, is from naught um, until 18 years. So all we're adding really is another five or six months to that. Um, and if you take a step back, the, the social grants in the whole country, including for pensioners, for children, for disabled, is only 3% of our GDP. Mm. So we're not talking, we'd maybe extend it from 3 to perhaps 3.05. We're, we're talking about adding a tiny proportion of time, but incredible benefits um, to a system. And the, the cost savings from this are also tremendous. Yeah, listen, I'm going to open up the lines, right? Let's take calls. The number is 891 I'm speaking to Professor Matthew Cherish of the Vitz Reproductive Health and HIV Institute. Um, and, and they're recommending a pregnancy grant for South African women. I'd like to hear your thoughts on this one. What are the... What are the implications for young women in South Africa? The number to call 0891-104-207 or send SMSs to 34701. You said, Prof, that government has shown interest. So what interaction has there been with government so far? They, the Department of Social Development, they commissioned a study in 2012 to examine the cost, to look at the evidence. Um, and there's been some discussions that come out in some of the government gazettes as, as, as issues to consider. And it's part of the commendable process. You know, I think the government often gets criticized for, for so many things. But in terms of social development and safety nets, um, they've really engaged with us and try to progressively protect groups. So I think, I think things take time. Um, but they have been considering it since at least 2012. Mm. There's promising signs. Um, 
and we would support them in any which way. And I think, uh, so, in, so in my optimistic uh, sense, it's a matter of time before before this becomes policy. Do you, so you think it's it's almost inevitable? In fact, what you've said is that it's long overdue. It's true, it is long overdue. Um, and, and some people would argue that this is a major design flaw of the child support grant. It, the child support grant has incredible benefits for, it really has changed children in a multitude of ways. In every which way we can imagine that a child support grant has changed the lives of, in this case, 12 million children at the moment. But it's a, there's a design flaw in that the most vulnerable period of your life is while you're inside a mother's tummy and in the first year of your life. That predicts your life and, in fact, your children's life. So the design flaw is that we haven't covered that. Um, it sounds bizarre, but it is. It's, although we've got a great program, we've got something that restricts its benefits. And similar programs in South America, in around 20 countries in South America, have always included pregnant women. And their benefits are greater than our child support grant. And that's simply because we've got a design flaw. Hmm. What do what what do the the amounts look like in other countries? I believe in Bolivia, it's something along the lines of three thousand five hundred rand a month. The, the grants vary, but I think our 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 three sixty is probably on par with with most countries in South America. Um, they vary with GDP. Somewhere like Brazil gives a bit more. Uh, Mexico has got one of the most famous programs in the world. Um, so I think our our, our our levels are in power. The government just increased it by 10 rand a month. So I think overall our program is excellent, but there's one design flaw we need to, to iron out. And, and this, is, this is now criticism that came from um, Lungiswa James. So he's, he's a, a member of parliament with the DA. He sits on the National Assembly's uh, Portfolio Committee on, on Health. And, and his argument to, to, to your, your suggestions is that Pregnant women and in, 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 in unborn children in South Africa are already well looked after and that what we should in fact be doing is prioritize um, health education and empowering women. What do, what do you say to that? I mean, I would ask him then, what about women in the formal sector? We give maternity benefits for women in the formal sector. So is he talking about those women also being protected? Is he saying that... A woman now who who was sort of managing to get through a month, mm. like most of the women in this country, they're mm. sort of managing through themselves, some unemployed, some partial employment. Now suddenly she's got incredible costs. She needs to eat much more, eat much different, increased range of food. She needs to prepare for the baby. She needs to get to the clinic several times. Those are incredible new costs at a time when she is less able to work. And... And so, so, so I disagree completely. I don't under, the, the balance in her life has shift, shifted from a place where she was just coping, as a majority of our population, they just cope. From that now to rapidly increased costs, decreased ability to earn. And what I put to that member of parliament is that pregnancy in this country, or for this woman, has become a time of, then of crisis, of hunger often, of fear of how she's going to cope with her child. I want to ask that member of parliament, wouldn't he rather vote for something that allows pregnancy to be positive, to be an expectant, to be a healthy process, rather than this crisis that most women face.
Mm. Okay, well, let's let's take calls. The number is 0891-104207 in conversation with Professor Matthew Cherish of uh, Wits University recommending a pregnancy grant for South African women. What are your thoughts? How does this... How does this? How do you view this having implications on young South Africans, young women especially? Oh eight nine one one zero four two zero seven. Sidwell is in the Eastern Cape. Sidwell, good evening, good afternoon. <laughs> uh, good morning, Naledi. Uh, mm. mm. Yes, thanks for calling. This what you call a grant or a pregnancy grant, mm. just like the the child grant. Mm. It's useless. Just like this guy. Why is it you useless, Sidwell? Sidwell? The grant is going to go the wrong way. The, to, to, to alcohol, to, to tobacco, whatever you call it. Mm. You know yeah. what? This guy is not supposed People raise the standard on on Coco's grant. That's the one grant that must be bigger because it serves the whole, whole what you call whole families. Which grant is this? Coco grant. Oh, the Coco grant. Okay. Yeah, Sidwell. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for calling. Um, Beverly's in Pretoria. Beverly, good evening. Good afternoon. Good afternoon to you. I just feel that this is another burden on us taxpayers. Because if you can't afford to have children, why? As far as I'm concerned, firstly, secondly, um, now they are encouraging promiscuity because I'm living in a block of flat, uh, complex where there are, you know, a lot of poorer people, impoverished people. But if you see the amount of children running around here, where the parents are not working but they're breathing like sand fleas. As far as I'm concerned, if you can't afford it, don't have it. Why must it be a burden to other people to support your children that you want? There are contraceptives available. Enjoy your, your promiscuity, but why must it cost other people? That's all I want to say. Thank mm. you. Beverly, thanks for calling. Fred is in Durban. Fred, good afternoon. Hi, ma'am. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Fred? By the way, I love the sound of your voice. I understand you're a backyard child, and I don't know where you learned to speak such great English. <laughs> I learned my English in the backyard, Fred. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Then, you know, uh, as a humanitarian, I can understand what the professor is talking about, because at the end of the day, some of these kids are coming to the world. They're not asking to be brought into the world. Hmm. And really, who gives them the choice? And so people should take care of them. However, I think that the option put forward is like putting a Band-Aid on a, on a cancer. Mm. At the end of the day, ma'am, I believe the men of our society, black, white, and brown, or whatever, should be responsible persons within our society. Mm. And if we as men want to impregnate women without taking the precaution with a view to bringing an, an unwitting child into the world, we as men should take responsibility for that. Mm. And I think laws should be passed, man, to, to really hammer these men. They bring these kids into the world and it's even more. Mm. You know, ma'am, I've got a, an African chap that lives in my house with me because his father threw him away. He's never seen his father. Mm. And this young guy, he's got 10 friends that are all the same. Now, what chance has this kid got? In my case, this, the chap that lives with me has got a bit of a chance. His friends, they've got no chance, man. 
they, they got no uh, job opportunities. They got nothing going for them. How, how is that their fault? Mm. Yeah, we're raising a fatherless generation. Fred, thanks for calling. Interesting points. Come, is it Kamona in Makwasi? Yeah, yeah. yeah Kamona, yeah. please switch off your radio. Please switch off your radio. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yeah, it's me. Mm. Mm. Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you now. Yeah. yeah ma'am, I'm against this idea of uh, pregnancy grant. Mm. Uh, currently, the very same people who are having uh, grants from the government, they can hardly take care of themselves. I am a black person. This uh, thing is misleading the blacks. Blacks will keep on having fatherless children because the grant is there. If you, be, you fall in love, we would rather change. You fall in love with anybody. You must go and register at SASA office and mm. commit that you'll be responsible for the pregnancy should the lady become pregnant. Mm. You see, you're yeah. going to bring a child on earth. And these guys are moving freely here. You find one guy there. He's got kids ranging between the ages of the other one will be four years. The other one will be two years. The other one, one year. Three different uh, girls, one guy. Mm. We're not going to get anywhere. We should need uh, this thing in a bath. Someone in that car, us. We cannot let this thing go on. I wonder this man, he's a doctor, but he seems to speak through his neck. I plan his neck in Afrikaans. Okay, Commander, thanks Thanks for calling. Um, I'm going to give the Prof an opportunity to respond to some of the calls that have come in in a moment, and then I'll take a few more calls. 0891-104-207. You're still on In Tune on SAFM. Tune on SAFM. For the youth, by the youth. You're still on In Tune. I'm Naledi Moleo. In conversation with Professor Matthew Cherish of the Vitz Reproductive Health and HIV Institute, uh, recommending a pregnancy grant for SA women. Prof, let's let's respond to some of the, the calls that have already come in and then I'll take some more. Um, Fred says, we're putting a Band-Aid on a cancer here, that we're, we're not dealing with the, the, the real problem and where it's rooted. And that's, you know, Beverly talked about promiscuity. Someone said, uh, Beverly also talked about the burden on taxpayers. Fred is saying, why aren't we investing in health education for maybe men and women and encouraging men to become active um, members of their families where they're able to take care of their pregnant girlfriends or wives? I, mean, I think they all they all have quite valid points. There's major problems in the in, 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 in South Africa, but of course in the world, but there's major problems that need to be fixed. But what do we do with those who are suffering at the moment? Do we tell them, if I know you've got a lot of problems, um, but while you're suffering and while your child is born without life opportunities and while your, your child um, is born cold and small uh, because we can't afford clothes, while that's all happening, we're going to be trying to fix the other stuff. How long must the suffering wait? Or perhaps sometimes a band-aid is useful. You think of a child running a house, sure, you need to make sure the house is safe and fix all the structural issues. But if he falls, we put a band-aid on. If people are suffering immediately, and we, we're going to watch them while we're trying to convince men to, to pay maintenance for their children. I, I think the suffering people will continue to suffer for, the, for centuries. We've been trying to 
fixed society probably since the beginning of time. That takes time, and that hopefully will get a better, healthier society where fathers take care of their children, where people only have sex under certain circumstances. But in the meantime, I, I, I don't want to be a citizen in a country that, that watches people suffer and watches babies born with a misery future. Mm. All right, I'm, I'm going to take the last batch of calls. Spiwe is in Soweto, Izola. Spiwe, good afternoon. Please Hi, be brief. I'm well. How are you, Spiwe? I, I'm not fine. My hearing that man talking like that on radio. Mm. We don't need to accept all these professors to come and actually kill our identity. As I'm speaking now, we have kids in this country. Over 100 school children can be pregnant in one year. And you need to have some professors who can come and tell us that we need to actually give those uh, uh, children the grant. This is actually killing our identity as black people. We're not supposed to be getting children out of wedlock, number one. Growing children out of wedlock is damaging to us. What kind of a nation as black people are we? We don't need to allow such people to come and actually contribute. But, into but, but, but Piwe, listen, listen to what the prof is saying. The prof is saying... I'm, I'm, I'm against this... Uh, Right now, with grant alone, children are getting pregnant because they want to be paid. Okay. All right, Spiwe, thanks for calling. And now, if you're going to introduce more money into this pregnant, what kind of a nation are we? We're not supposed to uh, to, to grow like reeds in the river. We have fathers and, and mothers. Hey, Spiwe, thanks for calling. Stay is in Teguini. Stay. Good, e- good afternoon. Yeah, good afternoon. Uh, I think I'm in um, agreement with all the or the, the rest of the callers. Um, I think we need um, uh, maybe professors uh, need to come to us and ask for solutions. I, I think it's ridiculous. What solution do you offer for um, children that are children that are I think we, I think we are having problems. This mm. is a problem. I don't know if it's adding to a problem that we have as a nation. I think we need uh, some identity here. Hey, this identity word is coming up. Why is the why is that word I coming up, Steve? Why is why identity? You know, I, I don't know. Uh, you know, I think this is a bigger issue. Uh, I, I don't want to put the race, but I, I I think it's important to note that the people that are having problems are the black people. So I think solutions need to come from us on these issues. Yeah, but I'm asking you, know, you now, what solution do you have for children that are malnutritioned and the high numbers of perinatal deaths in South Africa? What is what is the they, solution that you they offer? They are parents. They are parents. Everyone has got a parent, has got parents when they come in. So we need to solve that problem. Everyone must have parents. Okay. Stay, thanks for calling. I think it's as simple as that. All right. Begani is in Centurion. Begani, good afternoon. Hi, good, good evening, ma'am. And afternoon, good, good evening Begani. To the Nobel afternoon. Uh, afternoon, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm somewhere else. I'm sorry. I'm yeah, poor, man. That's okay. Good afternoon. Um, I just wanted to say, I think that I, I'm actually in agreement with the prof. Mm. Uh, because we, we all know that uh, the most important development in a child's uh, growth is the first trimester. Mm. So if, if we're able to sort that out, if we're able to, to eliminate most of the malformations uh, that are secondary to um, to, to malnutrition. Mm. So, but I, what I just want to find out from the prof, because we know we've got uh, illegal abortions that are processing the other time the children will be before, before he retired. I was talking about the post that you see on the post mm. um, saying 
abortion and you you look it's actually illegal abortion so i come and i'm pregnant and i go register for that and then after that i do the illegal abortion or even illegal one. how how is the prof going to make sure that it is monitored and evaluated i just i just want to find that from you see, if, even if surely, even if you, Pegani, thanks for calling. But surely, even if you if you did fall pregnant and then go and have an abortion, you you'd be losing money because you'd be paying a lot more for the abortion than you're going to get from the pregnancy grant. Um, I'm going to get last shots from the prof, and you can talk to us about timeframes as well and what the health department is saying after we hear from Johan Larue, who's standing by to give us an update on the cricket South Africa taking on Sri Lanka. Johan, good afternoon. In tune on SAFM, for the youth, by the youth. Thanks for that update, Johan. You're still on In Tune. Wrapping up my conversation now with Professor Matthew Cherish of Wits University's Reproductive Health and HIV Institute recommending a pregnancy grant for SA women. Uh, Prof, last 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 thoughts here. Maybe you want to respond to some of the calls that have come in. Spiwe says, you know, no, was it Begani? Begani says, actually, you know what, maybe it's not such a bad idea. Um what is the the Department of Health saying? So, and and what time frames are we looking at? Actually, I, I, um, I don't think the Department of Health has a has a position on this, as far as I know. But I think it'll be very interesting to ask them because many of the benefits are indeed um, from a health perspective. Mm. Um, if I could maybe draw on some of the other issues that were raised, I agree. Half of the women who are pregnant in this country say they think they're single. Um, they describe themselves as as really being single women. Mm. And it's not really their, their fault that they're single, it, but they end up suffering through 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 being being poor during pregnancy and poorer because of pregnancy. And the children born in that situation, they too have to suffer. Um, and it's again, it's not their fault that they're born into a, a poor family. If we're choosing to make them suffer because men don't want to get married, for me that logic is a bit flawed. A little a little newborn has to grow up in a house where nutrition is poor and where the mother is stressed. Maternal anxiety is, is not good for children growing up in their first year. The little child has to grow up and, and then they then develop poorly. The early childhood development is slowed. They land up in badly in school. They land up with much lower incomes than they should. And they land up themselves having children who again suffer. So why should these little children suffer? Because we as a society haven't fixed up mm. issues around the fathers not paying maintenance mm. and all these other issues, which are true. But for me, the argument that the little child needs to suffer because of some other men who are doing what or because women may have made a bad choice mm. when they decided to have sex, for me, I don't understand how that argument could ever stand. And when I see a little newborn, in my head, that argument's clear. We need to help that little kitty to have the best possible chance in life. And by not supporting them during, while they're inside the mother's tummy and in that first year, we're not doing that. And for me, that is not fair and it never will be. Yeah. All right. Let, let's leave it there, Prof. Thanks so much for for your time. This is obviously a discussion that will will carry on again in the future as we as we move towards you know hearing what the Department of Health is saying as well. I appreciate the time though. Thanks so much. Thank you, Nadevi. Great stuff, Professor Matthew Cherish. He's at the Vets Reproductive Health and HIV Institute. That's at Vets.